Okay, God is calling us to go and move into the deeper realms of the Holy Spirit. He doesn't want us to just be placent uh, or placate uh, what's going on around us. He wants us to dictate to our situations. Um, the, the best part about all of this is that what he ends up doing with his, with his uh, true believers, he ends up changing the world one heart at a time. Come on. He ends up changing the world one heart at a time. It's very, very important to understand that. Uh, I remember when I was in New York, uh, when I, I grew up in New Jersey, and um, a friend of mine and I, we, we went into New York City. Diana Ross that night was going to be singing at Central Park, and we were just driving through town, through town. We were driving on the FDR Drive, and there's one place where you, you go, come up on this rise, and you can see literally all the way up the eastern part of Manhattan, up the East River, okay? And it was a time of day where there, there's six lanes in this highway, six, uh, three going south, three going north. And we're going north, and I saw that every lane was packed full of cars, and, like, traffic was hardly moving. And I, and I remember this, and I remember starting to weep, and I'm going, God, how am I supposed to reach all these people? And the Lord said to me one at a time, you don't know the impact you have on somebody's life. I don't know the impact I have on, on, on people's lives. I do know that, that many have come to me, especially in the last uh, two, three months, uh, to explain to me and try to, try to encourage me um, to keep going because, uh, you know, because my life influenced and touched their lives as well. Um, why am I saying this? I'm not trying to build myself up. I'm trying to build you up to let you know that you have an impact, you have a purpose, and you have a plan. And, uh, and, and it doesn't matter what the situation is. You, you are still, and God uses you in every situation you're in. Um, and that's what we want to do. We want to be used of God, don't we? Uh, I mean, sometimes people take advantage of that, but that's people. That's not God. God will never take advantage of your heart. God will always mold you and fill you as you keep going. Um, I had a gentleman tell me that, uh, that, that I should, uh, you know, speak out into my destiny, into my future. And, uh, and for 30 minutes, just speak in tongues for 30 minutes. Just say this. And, and I, and I encourage you to do it just to kind of come out and, and just say, um, and just speak out. I'm speaking into my future. I'm speaking into my destiny, and then you speak in tongues. And what happens is the angels that are, are that are protecting you, the angels that are around you, that are on assignment for you to go and 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 take care of the commission that God has given you to do. Hi, Agena, and, uh, and and God has given you this, com- and you're commissioning these angels to carry out God's destiny in your life. Okay. I want to go to uh, John. I love the Gospel of John. I love the Gospel of Matthew. I think there's, out of the 66 books in the Bible, I think I really love all 66 of them. Uh, I struggle through Chronicles, obviously the genealogies, but when you understand what the genealogies are about and that each person's name and their character is, a, is the Gospel message. It's really cool. Anyway, I want to read uh, John 14. Don't worry. Or surrender to your fear. 
Let me say that again. Don't worry or surrender to your fear. In other words, don't let your hearts be distressed or full of stress or uh, anxiety. Don't let it happen to you. All right. For you've believed in God. Now trust in, and believe in me also. All right. Now I want to, uh, you know, and, and, and I love the, I love the chosen. I don't know if you've seen the app. Uh, the, it's on Pure Flix. It, you know, they have an app for the chosen where you can see the, uh, see the videos, uh, the episodes. And the thing is that in these episodes, the people that have uh, come to Jesus, the disciples, as God, as Jesus was meeting his disciples, uh, each of them had, were, were crying out to God for the Messiah. There's a scene virtually in all of them uh, <clears throat> when, when, when all the disciples, even Zebedee, was calling out for the Messiah. Nicodemus was calling out for the Messiah. And, uh, and you believed in God and they were calling to God you know, out of the customs of, of, uh, of, 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 uh, um, of Judaism. And, 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 and they had these customs that they did. They had the Old Testament, which was incredible. And, and what God was doing was he was preparing them. Hear me when I say this. He was preparing them for the coming of the Messiah. And so Jesus says here, um, you've believed in God. Now trust and believe in me also. My father's house has many dwelling places, and if it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly because I go and prepare a place for you to rest. Now, I, I love this uh, because we, we all think we're going to get a mansion in heaven, um, which may or may not be true. I don't know. I've never been, I've never uh, seen a mansions. Um, but here he says, in my father's house, in my father's house, uh, my father's house has many dwelling places we're going to be living in, in in god's house there's dwelling places in there beautiful streets of pure gold and, and pure gold doesn't have any yellow in it it's 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 clear you can read that in revelation too and, and jesus is like if i if, if it were otherwise i would tell you plainly I, I would have told you if it was otherwise verse three and then uh, and when everything is ready i will come back and take you to myself so that you will be where I am. And you are all, and you already know, uh, the way to the place where I am going. And, um, he says, when everything is ready, you know, we're, we're waiting for the cup of iniquity to be full, uh, here on earth. Uh, people are waiting for that. I want to tell you something. Jesus is coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Does the bride of Christ have any spots or wrinkles? I know personally I do. I know, you know, I can venture to say that, yes, you do. You have situations that may be uh, wrinkles or spots on your life, and, and we need the blood of Jesus to take care of us. And the church is one of the uh, biggest, and I'm talking about uh, religion, is one of the biggest things of tearing each other down, and that is not the Spirit of Christ. He says in chapter 13, a new commandment I give to you, I have, I have a new way of doing things. I have this new way of doing it. And the new way is to love one another even as I have loved you. Now I'm going to ask you, when you talk bad about another believer, when you talk bad about another believer or stab him in the back, or even um, um, 
ridicule them. That's not loving one another. That's not preferring one another. If you need to know what love is, you need to go to uh, 1 Corinthians 13. It's patient. It's kind. It's not envious. It doesn't seek its own. It's not jealous. It's not boastful. And, uh, and I'm going to add, it's not, it, it, it's not um, comparative. In other words, you don't need to compare yourself to anybody. He's coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And when, he, when everything is ready, I will come back and take you to myself uh, so that you will be where I am. I love how he uses that phrase, I am. You will be where I am, where God is. <laughs> That's another lesson for another time. The cup of iniquity for USA is filling up if it's not full already, mainly because of the shedding of, of uh, innocent blood. We're talking about babies in the womb, talking about abortion. You know, the cup of iniquity. God said he's going to judge the nation that does that, sheds innocent blood. God is a defender of the weak. And don't think you're going to get away with it. You know, I, I know you know that scene in Forrest Gump when Lieutenant Dan was up on the, uh, was up in the crow's nest and, and he's saying, here I am, come and get me. And the lightning is going. And, and I know a lot of people, if God were real, he would strike me down right now with lightning. And I'm like, what are you, stupid? You know, come on. God's not, God's not just going to perform miracles and signs and wonders for the sake of just doing it to, to placate your immature mentality. God does signs and wonders to draw all men to himself. If you're really hungry for God and you're not running and, 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 and you're not trying to ridicule him, well, he'll do stuff. But in the end, he, you know, he, he's the winner. The Bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. You're going to do it one way or another. You might as well do it here on earth before you die and you get to see him face to face because it's not going to matter when you get there. You need to do it now. You know, and then, then Jesus goes on. But then this is the best part. Let's jump down to verse, uh, actually, let's go to verse 11 and then we'll read some more. It says in verse 11, he says, believe that I live as one with my father. He is entwined with the father. And what he's doing is he's, he's making us, uh, and, and what he does is he, he entwines us with him. He lives as one, and the, my father lives as one with me, or at least believe because of the mighty miracles that I have done. Verse 12, I tell you this timeless truth. A person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater than these, because I go to be with my Father, for I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And we talked about that last week, about the last few times, about the redemptive names of Jesus, that if you ask it in the redemptive name of Jesus, which is his character, he will do it. 
for I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name and I will do it for you. Verse 15, loving me empowers you to obey my commands. How can we obey the commands of God? How can we obey the commands of Jesus? By loving him. And that's how we are empowered to do it. You love him, you are empowered to do it. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another uh, savior, he says here. Uh, it's a paraclete, technical word. It will be translated a defense attorney. And it means one who stands next to you or a helper. This Holy Spirit of truth who will be to you a friend just like me and he will never leave you. Okay? He'll never leave you. Um, you have to understand what God's purpose is and what God's desire is for you. He doesn't want you to um, flounder. You're not just taking up space. When you became born again, you became born again from above. The hopes and plans that I have for you to give you the, the, the dreams and plans I have for you are, are for your good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. You have a purpose. You have a plan. There's somebody you're supposed to meet today that God has made a divine appointment for you to love on them, to share the gospel with them, to lead them to him, to heal them, whatever. The things that Jesus did, and you just have to look at the gospels to find out what Jesus did. These things you're going to do, and greater. And he empowers you to do it. All right, so Father, I thank you for your goodness. Today, I thank you for your love. Be with us as we move forward in all these things. I thank you for your love again. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Have a great day.